Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. Who me? I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. What? <laughs> okay, I guess I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. <laughs> Every week on Jordan Jesse Go, we have insincere responses to imagined greetings, and then we uh, chat for a while. Yeah, I mean. Can I tease some stuff that's coming up on the show? Tease that shit. And I know we don't really plan anything, so some yeah. of this might not happen. Right. But so far. Coming up later on Jordan Jesse Go. Here's what we got. A mystery box. Oh. And I brought a little topic that, um, let's just say, is a little NSFW. Oh, my goodness we, gracious. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, lock your kids in the basement. Uh-huh. Don't feed <laughs> them. and done. Don't feed them for a week. Okay, I got that podcast covered. Is, oh, Jesse, it sounds like you're abusing your children. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I was only suggesting that the audience do it. Okay. But you've been doing it. Sorry. That's okay. Don't call Child Protective Services. Yeah, I'm sure your children are very well fed. No, I feed my children literally on a daily basis. Aww. Doesn't matter if it's Sunday, that's the Lord's Day, I still feed them. Even though the Bible says not to? <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I double down. I feed them shellfish. Whoa. Yeah. And cloven hooved foods. Are you worried about wrath? I am, certainly. <laughs> that's uh, always that's always going to be a concern. Specifically the Lord's wrath. Well, it comes in a variety of forms. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, uh, locusts, mm -hmm. certainly always sure. a concern. Extraordinary weather events. Yeah. Uh, bolts, mm -hmm. lightning and otherwise. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the – I guess crossbow would be the other category. <laughs> yeah. God – I mean, what is, light, what, is, what is lightning but God's crossbow? <laughs> God's a Ren Fair enthusiast. <laughs> He's also into falconry, mm. which to be honest is pretty impressive. Should we introduce our guest and then we can get into this fucking fascinating litany of yeah. gobbledygook? Absolutely. She's a comic, mm -hmm. actress, comic actress, mm -hmm. comedy writer – She's got on a great blouse. Mm -hmm. Moved here recently from New York City. To be honest, I just met her 90 seconds ago, Emily Fleming. Hi. How's it going? It's going well, Emily. Hey, cool. I love that you know what blouses are. Yeah. Hey, you got that. Uh, you got a nice little uh, roped shoulder on that sleeve. Yeah. I kind of had an issue. I was thinking about taking this in. but Taking in the roping? Yeah, well, it's just a little poofy, but uh, I think that it makes everything else look small. I would call makes it look sharp. I would call it Paula Poundstone chic. Nice. <laughs> you, you look. It is 1995. Poundstone is at the height of her powers. <laughs> that is what you are reminding me of. Of yeah. a simpler time. I don't know if Poundstone was at the height of her powers in 1995. What I was think it? she was when at was the peak? height of her powers in 1987. Okay. It, well, are That's we talking about her stand-up comic ticket-selling powers or her? Many children adopting powers. I guess I, Aww. what I was saying, when were her shoulders the biggest? Uh, I'm going to say 1987. Okay. 1988. Yeah. Emily, you look like an 88 pound stone. Oh, thank you very much. She actually follows me on Twitter. Ooh, that's <laughs> I good. think she follows a lot of people on Twitter, but I think when I joined, that was one of my Fucking first, like, uh, don't follow me. my first wins uh, on Twitter was, I was like, no way. Yeah. This or is cool. <laughs> Orlando Jones follows me on Twitter, so I'm wow. yeah, very Fuck, cool, dude. I didn't get. Do you guys remember a couple years ago when Tay Diggs followed everyone? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get it. 
Ah. Diggs ain't following. I didn't ah. get it either, man. So uh, there was a yeah for the for for the listener who might not be in L.A. comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a weird rash of Tay Diggs just following every comedian, mm-hmm. and I'm guessing what it was was that he had hired a social media person or his people hired a social media person. He's busy. I don't know that Tay Diggs is doing a lot of his own tweeting. Yeah, but. It, there was just this weird thing of everyone posting, "Holy shit, Tay Diggs is following me." I that remember. was all. That was all that Twitter was for about nine months. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then Batman Superman came out, and everybody just started complaining about that. Right. <laughs> Before Batman Superman, it was all the mystery of Tay Diggs. And then Donald Trump became president. It's been pretty quiet since then. Yeah, it's things been... have really settled down since then. Sure. Mm-hmm. Just wait till Justice League comes out. Then yeah, we're gonna get a whole. Then that'll really reinvigorate Twitter for I'm everyone. I'm so exhausted I think. from the superhero movies. I can't. I can't. You get can't ex- even. I can't get excited about it anymore. Um, it but... is. It is. And I. I. I like a superhero movie, and I like a comic book. But it mm-hmm. is hard when one comes out a month. Yeah, it's just. It almost feels like I'm just watching a a TV series and on the big screen. Sure. And it's. I don't know. It's not holding my attention that well, and I don't think they're going to age well. Yeah. Because I still think CGI looks like Space Jam. Like, every time I look at it, <laughs> it still really looks does. like there's a cartoon, there's sure. a real person. And that kind of makes me feel good, though, because uh, it's going to be a little bit longer before they can replace us as actors yeah. in movies. Just a little bit longer. Well, I feel like one of the big <laughs> things going on in the world mm. of superhero, any kind of blockbuster mm. movie, you always have to raise the stakes up the ante with each successive sequel, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you got Gremlins 1, sure. then all of a sudden, watch out. There's a new batch. Yeah. You know what I One mean? One of them's electric. Yeah. So uh, they... One of them has the voice of Tony Randall. You know, it's like you're in Fast and the Furious 8 or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Sure. Uh, you got to deal with, oh, how are we going to get these Hummers to fight a submarine or whatever yeah. it is that's on the side of a bus I right now. I feel like maybe the Transformers movies and Fast and Furious should just, you know, do what everyone wants and just merge. merge. Yeah, it's it seems like it's the same shit. Just... Mark Wahlberg belongs in those. <laughs> yeah, it should be like the, uh, what's the one, the Dispensables or what's the one where all the... the Expendables. Old, the Expendables and Fast and the Furious and Transformers should just all fucking... Now, I would argue. Together. Now, I would on. argue. I would argue. Yeah. That the Fast and Furious is uh-huh. a superior franchise. I yeah. think they're doing a lot of good work. They're making it so Vin Diesel hits Jason Statham with two wrenches, mm-hmm. which I like. Wait, two wrenches? Yeah. Did you see the last one? He fought it with two wrenches. I only saw number five. Yeah. That's the only one I've seen. I did enjoy it, though. Six or seven. I forget. Jason Statham wasn't in the five, right? They might. That might have been the one where they teased him at the end. Oh, okay. You probably didn't stay for after the credits. Wow, y'all got some deep cuts on some. Yeah, I saw I feel Fast and the about... Furious Five. Fast and the Furious Five. I just want the whole time. I was thinking, mm-hmm. why did we have that feeling scene? Just don't have that feeling scene. Mm-hmm. It was literally the dumbest time <laughs> that I've spent in my like. The and dumbest certainly, no one involved is equipped to do single... that acting. Like, is this the Paul Walker thing you guys are talking about? The when part they got that his brother I, and they slapped a CGI did, They were on? like, they were in Brazil on a on a porch, mm-hmm. looking out over the favela, talking about someone's father dying, mm-hmm. and it was the worst thing mm-hmm. I've literally the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, worse than the part 
in Gymkata where he goes to the village of the crazies. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing I've ever seen in a movie. And it, what's crazy about it to me is nobody's there to see that. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I right? Will, some, I think some people are. Really? Yes. I think if you... who oh boy. I think that that series means a lot to the Latino community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it is... Uh, and I think that they... I think that something that the Latino community appreciate about the Fast series, and also something that I actually appreciate about it too, is that it it has it has a it has a really big heart in the center of all this dumbness, hmm. and it has and it, I think it really sincerely believes that it is saying something about family uh-huh. and how it's important, and it's not just your it's not just your you know birth family. Yeah. Like Jordana Brewster is to Vin Diesel's character. Mm-hmm. Um, it's re- reasonable that they'd be related, right? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it is also the people from your world that you bring you know, into you to help with your heists and your hacking. Right. And the family is not, you know, ride or die. Right. So family, in other words, family isn't just mothers, brothers, mm-hmm. cousins, sisters. Sure. It's not just defined by the <laughs> relationship on a family tree. It's... It's more specifically defined by what vehicular skill you possess. Right. What specific talents you have with regard to a specific class of vehicle. And I will argue that I don't think those scenes are good. Right. But they they set that series apart from your Deadpools and your Guardians of the Galaxies, which are like, ah, eh, check this shit out. Right? Come on. No. I think that it – I think that the – I appreciate the sincerity. Okay, so I'm getting back to my original sure. premise here. Yeah. Which is I didn't get to see the new Wolverine movie, mm-hmm. which I hear is quite good, and sure. I would like to go see that. I was playing briefly at the movie theater by my house. It's, it's gone now. What? I know. It's a big, fast, fast turnover. That was quick. Fast turnover for movies that nine year olds should not be seeing, <laughs> but for some reason are seeing at the movie theater by my house. Um, but uh, I would say the last few super movies I've gone to, mm-hmm. superhero movies I've gone to, the main problem with them, too many guys. Why are there so many guys? What are they, It's just like 12 guys crashing into each other at all times well, through mean, the course of the film. And then everyone has one thing they say. Like Black Canary goes like, uh, what can I say? I'm like a canary in a coal mine. <laughs> and then that has to do with That's like actually a, it's a good line. something. And then people stand up and applaud. They're like, yeah, yeah she fucking said her thing. <laughs> That's my girl, Black Canary. What's Black Canary in? I don't know what that is. It's a I DC know. character who well, hasn't been in a movie the... yet. That's okay. what I thought. Yeah, What's I knew the Scarlett character was. Johansson called? Black Widow. Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was like kind of stoked there for a minute. I was like, which movie is Black Canary in? Yeah. Sorry. That's kind of cool. Ideally, when they, they do the Birds of Prey movie, Black Canary will be. See, in See, I always kind of like there was things as a kid that I kind of wanted to play, and that, like Emma Frost was one, and Black Canary, and then Harley Quinn. But I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I think you're close. Yeah, uh, I mean you're writing for At Midnight. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm just like <laughs> that's what, two that's, degrees away, man. Yeah, I mean that Margot Robbie was writing for At Midnight right before <laughs> she got it. Suicide Squad. I knew it. You actually are sitting at her desk. Oh Jesus! So. I wonder That's I, why it smells like enchilada farts. Fucking <laughs> Rob, you would not believe what Robbie orders for lunch. Oh, 
It's like, come on. Gross, Margo. Does it need to be enchiladas every night? You ordered enchiladas again? Yeah. Can you at least change? Can you get enchiladas rojos one night and enchiladas (laughs) Just to change up the farts slightly. We just want some variation in the farts. A little twist on the old tutoroonies. (laughs) Tutoroonies. Here's a little bit of. Here's a little bit of fun that I think has been lost from the world of superhero movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's hear it. I think the best. Wait, can I guess what it is? Yeah, fun in general. Yeah, fun in fun general. Yeah. yeah, I think that 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 one of the coolest things to happen in a superhero movie was at the end of that Iron Man movie, where you're watching it and you're like, "Hey, that Iron Man movie was pretty good. I didn't expect that." You think yeah. that first one was the one that set this whole shitstorm in motion? I think that first Iron Man movie is what started it. So here's what was cool. And then, so, okay. So I was like, eh, I don't know if I'll see that Iron Man movie. I don't care about Iron Man. Yeah. My friends were like, see it. It's pretty good. And hey, see it all after the credits. I'm like, ah, okay, I'll do it. Hey, that Iron Man movie's pretty good. Oh, I hear I have to say it till after the credits. Holy shit, they're going to do an Avengers movie. And that's a great that was a that was one of the most fun things that's happened to me yeah. in a movie theater. But now you know about the movie fucking five years before it comes out. That's true. You're watching teasers, you're watching trailers, you're watching teasers for trailers, you're watching five second Well there was kind of sizzle like a clips. Whole, wasn't there a whole comic book kind of film phase like in the the seventies and eighties? When was like the um you were the talking Chris- about when the Dolph Lundgren Punisher no, movie No, when came was out. the Christopher Reeves era for Superman? Oh, sure, 80s. Yeah. yeah, and then wasn't there like an attempt at some Spider-Man movies happening and they were kind of shitty? There was then- like some weird like late 70s superhero movies yeah. that yeah, were the sh- made because like someone yeah. – someone- Broke into an office and stole some bearer bonds. And <laughs> right, then was right. And then they were like tax shelters. Disappeared. Yeah. And and then the the Batman movies just were just going on for a long, long time. Sure. There was just like a lot of that going on. And then Marvel was like, I guess you know, we can get in on this. Yeah. Like, um, but it's yeah, I, I loved all of the Batman movie franchises. <laughs> They were they were super every single rubber nipple one of them. Oh, okay. You I even like you them. even like the controversial Schumacher campy Batman. I love all of them. I think they're all great. I think they're all um, fun in their own way. And the Dark Knight uh, thinks it's the best, but you know it's they're all the best. So you'll in... take a Schumacher over a Nolan, is what you're saying? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the first the the first one the first Nolan one was pretty great. Begins. Yeah. Yeah, I was into it, and then uh, whichever one Heath Ledger was in, fantastic. And then after that, I was kind of like, eh. There are three. Now they are three and a half hours long. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm I'm good. I'm good. And okay. I just, Christian Bale for me is probably the least charismatic of all of the people to play him. So it just, there was no fun. I think that Michael Caine is who saved the whole fucking thing. Yeah. And Morgan Freeman, because they had like, I don't know, they were... Interesting. They're more interesting than than Christian Bale. Guys, I think we've had the requisite podcast. Are we growing out of superhero movies? Conversation that every yeah. that every podcast needs to have, or else it gets taken off the air. Have you guys done it. anything at the Grove lately? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, what uh-huh. are our favorite Nintendo games that we remember? Should we get into this mystery box? Yeah, let's get sure. into this okay, mystery so can, box. Okay, so there's actually, a story this? behind this mystery. Let's box. do this. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, okay. mystery box. Okay. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan okay. Jessica. Mm-hmm. 
It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, Jordan, we've got sponsors on this week's program. I'd love to hear about them. Yeah, it's like we're professional podcasters. (laughs) Oh, boy. Don't tell our sponsors. (laughs) We've Uh, tricked them. First up. Oh, Jordan. I gotta lie down. You know why? I got myself a Casper. Nice. A Casper mattress? You got it, buddy. A Casper mattress. That's a premium mattress at at a fraction of the price. So this is a mattress that you order online, and they ship it to your house in some sort of magic space box. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly... It's sort of like it writes upside down underwater on butter. (laughs) Uh, Are you thinking? Yeah, I think you're thinking of a space pen. Oh, got it. This is a space box where you, where you where you get a Casper mattress from. Yeah, it's wrapped up in like a plastic thing, and then you cut open the plastic thing, and then it just sort of expands outward like one of those dinosaur capsules that you would drop into water that would turn into a dino sponge. Man, think about how awesome it would it would be if you could sleep on one of those. <laughs> this is like that. It's like sleeping on a dino capsule. It is a really wonderful mattress. I, I've got one at my house, uh, and I'm super happy with it. You can try. Try it for 100 days. It delivers free to the United States and Canada, and they will take it back if you don't like it. It's uh, it's made in America, and there's a special offer for Jordan Jesse Go listeners. Oh, man, this is great. If you want to try one of these Casper mattresses for 100 days, and if you want 50 bucks off, you go to casper.com slash JJGo, and you use the promo code JJGo at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. Get hey, yourself a Casper. Hey, Jordan, Casper hey. mattresses. I gotta lie down. <laughs> I like that we're coming up with slogans for our sponsors unprompted. I think from now on, all our sponsors get new slogans. I think, yeah, I mean, and they. It's called creative in the industry. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they pay agencies tons of money to come Hacks. up with things. Hacks. For, um, for our small, modest fee, we will not only advertise your product on our podcast, but we will come up with a bad slogan. Okay. The Fall of the House of Sunshine also sponsors this week's program. Uh, it is a serialized musical comedy podcast. It's written by award-winning playwright Jonathan Goldman. Can I take a crack at the slogan? Yeah. The Fall of the House of Sunshine, I Gotta Wear Shades. <laughs> yeah, now we're talking. Uh, so, this is a... Musical comedy podcast. It's about a children's show host who is murdered by bullets fired through a rip in space time. Straight through a rip in space time? Yeah, I know. It's a a tale as old as time, Jesse. This is a a classic podcast format. Podcasts have been around for 12 years. For 12 years, there have been serialized musical comedies. (laughs) Uh, We've heard all of your favorites, Once Upon a Mattress... (laughs) It's a uh, it's a silly fun comedy. It's a each episode is fifteen minutes long and contains three original songs per episode. Go to podmusical dot com to learn more and subscribe. That's the fall of the house of sunshine at podmusical dot com. The fall of the house of sunshine. I gotta wear shades. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Emily Fleming, man. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty solid. Yeah. All right. Oh, that was actually Matthew that. McConaughey's nickname when he came in, so you <laughs> might knew it. You might have to think yeah, of also, a new one by the next can segment. you lose the hand drums? Because yeah. he already did that. He did hand drums. I did hand, Am I making noise with my hands? Uh, no, just Matthew oh. McConaughey already did the hand drums when oh, he was in there. Oh, that's right. Anyway, so we, I've been teasing this mystery box. Yeah. Let's... This came in the mail. Okay. Here's how it works. If you send us something at Maximum Fun World Headquarters, we'll open it. We don't want it. 
First, first rule. <laughs> don't send anything. First rule. But we don't want it. Okay, that's number one. Whatever it is, we don't want it. Uh, second rule. What we'll do is we get we gave it to Nick Liao, who's manning the boards this week. We said, take a look in here. Tell us if it's anything. Because we want to have the sense of surprise, but we don't want to have a sense of profound disappointment right. when they just when it's not anything. Sure. And I don't want it to be my wife's head. Oh, Do you remember boy. when that happened? That was a bummer. Yeah. That was a shitty episode. And I, Yeah. And I personally don't like that that private moment mm-hmm. when a man discovers that Kevin Spacey has cut off his wife's head and mailed it to uh-huh. him is immortalized on the podcast because personally I'm one of those people who doesn't like to put it all out there. Do you remember I that like t- to have a private side of myself. Do you remember that time speaking of weird episodes of the show? And yeah. you, you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily remember this Emily. I don't know how how <laughs> careful of a listener you've been, but uh-huh. uh, do you remember that time um when Joe Pesci was on the show? <laughs> we got eight heads sent to us in a duffel bag? Yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> that was after we had such a big hit with our Pulp Fiction yeah. episode that people yeah. were kind of trying to imitate that We were trying to imitate style. that. They wanted that kind of really like dark edgy, humor, talky, yeah. you know, pop culture references, mm-hmm. reviving the careers of charismatic but underutilized actors. You guys ever seen Moonwalker? The Michael Jackson, the Michael Jackson <laughs> movie? Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, I've seen Moonwalker. I've seen it so many times. That's I love awesome. that movie so much. Yeah, uh, Moonwalker's great. Have you yeah. played the Sega Genesis game at all? No, no. You kill people with dancing. Mm-hmm. Well, well. I mean, do you remember Joe Pesci was like the villain of yeah. Moonwalker? Yeah, and he turned into a robot and he, then a plane. Well, like all he, <laughs> at first he just looked Maybe like just an enthusiastic spider owner, but like <laughs> with like a, with a pretty sweet ponytail, but like that and cool sunglasses, but who hated kids? But uh, yeah, I got. I, I think I it's say. arguably his best role. Moonwalker, I mean, that's an argument that he'd probably be willing to have with you. <laughs> uh, I think the most interesting thing about Moonwalker mm-hmm. is that it exists. Sure. I oh, yeah. Th- like, Michael Jackson was so popular and rich mm-hmm. that he could make an action movie that was in between a short film and a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, don't you think that that's like the lemonade of Michael Jackson's yeah, career. Dennis like, it's lemonade. kind of the same thing. Did it come out in theaters? I Maybe. think it did. I think it might have. Um, My I, the, the biggest tantrum, yeah. or the biggest tantrum I ever threw that I can remember, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's one of those things where you look back on, like, how you acted as a kid, and you're like, ah, boy, I really, you know, I really made my... My parents miserable in that instance, Ugh. and I'm like embarrassed about it. I, I don't right. know. I don't know how I was, how old I was, but the biggest tantrum I threw as a kid was when I asked my mom to rent Moonwalker, and she came back with Moonraker, oh, the Bond Jesus. movie, and I was a real dick about it because I wanted to see Moonwalker. I know. Not Moonraker. I didn't well, want to I see a boring that. ass. But in your mother's defense, they probably just didn't have it. Like, That's true. I think she I just she just had that kind of classic mom thing of getting the title of something slightly wrong. You didn't want to. You didn't want to watch that uh, VHS tape of the making of Crullers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Creepy crawl maker. <laughs> okay. What's it, in, when the you're in the box? In, when you're in the in, in the industry, you just call them crawls. Got it. <laughs> what's in the what's box? in the goddamn what's in box? The box? So we got this box. Does it say who it's from? Uh, this is from that's the weird. Curiosity from Berwyn Avenue in Chicago. 
So this says that's better. That's better than that. Uh, that time we got that package from North American Anthrax and such. <laughs> By the way, I cannot wait for the DC movie where they finally introduce the Curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Jack Kirby character. Is so, that just the Riddler's pocket pussy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the curiosity. <laughs> Riddle me this, Batman. How do I clean this thing? <laughs> it's filled with my jizz. <laughs> so uh, we have a hot dog bun in a plastic bag. Here, I'll oh. let you pass that around. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's a seated hot dog bun. A shallot in a plastic bag. Why the fuck is someone sending us a shallot? It's a... A relish in a tiny jar. Oh, I know what they're doing. I know what this is about. This is sport peppers. This is sport peppers, the famous Chicago nightmare. This is Chicago nightmare. I mean, it's like so. It's like ghost pepper. Look, no, look at look at the color that it is. Oh, this is fucking Uh molded. Okay, there's a moldy tomato that is seriously covered in fucking mold and it smells. Thanks a lot, the curiosity. But to be fair, it does kind of look like a pocket pussy. This box has probably been sitting on my desk for two weeks. Do not send us fresh foods. I think this is something how to make your own Chicago hot dog. Yeah, this is a make your own Chicago hot dog kit. Some of it is rotten. You know what I would say? You're going to send uh, perishables, right? Perishable on it. Sure. Uh, and then here are two fabrics. You want to if you want to touch this fabric here, Emily. Here's a fabric for you. So Thanks. this is a square of brown, ultra suede like. Fa- well, it's longer than ultra suede. It, All right. It's definitely a polyester. It's like a f- polyester fake fur, maybe. I don't know. I just feel like this whole thing is like a gypsy curse. Or why like, did you have us is, open this? This Nick? is how this AIDS is started. This is now. fucking terrifying. So it says, "Join us for opening day at the Curiosity Cubs versus Cardinals. Make your own Chicago hot dog. Some assembly required." Oh, I'm a Cardinals fan. Well, is this just a buzz marketing cool. for something? It is buzz marketing for something. Fuck. What? We walked right Jesus into their goddamn trap. Christ. Is there a real hot dog in there? Oh, so there is. There's a real hot dog in here. Peppers. It is vacuum packed. Yeah. Send. The, they just meant to send this to Jimmy Pardo. Oh boy. They okay, meant to send we're it. We're getting Pardos. Now man. our whole studio smells like weak old hot dogs. This is worse than we had Margot Robbie in here. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, boy. Fucking Margot Robbie and her fucking fajita farts. Oh my god. This is the worst. Let's come back in a second and we'll get into this NSFW okay. conversation. All right. Ooh, this is right. disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Don't send us these things. We'll be back in just a second. <laughs> What's the deal with Brexit? Have you seen Happy Valley yet? How do British people pronounce Edinburgh, Leicester, or Norwich? Not like that. Are you tired of getting your world news from reliable sources? Often with no puns or sexual innuendo. Why was there a butcher's hat haunting Coronation Street? What's Coronation Street, and why is Dave Holmes obsessed with it? International Waters pairs a team of comedians in L.A. against a team of comedians in London in a pop culture battle royale. Join us once a fortnight to hear the best comedians in the world trade jokes and stories and maybe even learn something at the same time. International Waters with me, Dave Holmes. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. 
Emily Fleming, human woman. I mean, it's not it's not a lie. Yeah, as far as I can tell, that was um, actually Val Kilmer's nickname when he was in here. Yeah, sorry to Val keep, doing, sorry to keep doing this to you. But, sorry, bud. That's yeah. all right. That's sorry, all right. Emily. Bad news. The, you'll get it. You'll get it by the end. You'll find a nickname. We'll that, give you another shot at that it. That one of the one. '90s hunks <laughs> hasn't already taken. Hey, can I say can I say a quick thank you? Please, I want to say a thank you to everybody who donated during the Max Fun Drive. Yeah, thank that was you great. so much. It was very it was successful. Truly drive. awe-inspiring. Thanks to everybody who watched our live stream. Mm-hmm. Found out all the winners to JJ Go Big Hat. Mm-hmm. Thanks to everybody on our Blue Ribbon Commission who determined the winners. Thanks to everybody who made it possible or didn't make it possible because, frankly, we're recording this on Thursday (laughs) evening uh, for us to go to the Grand Canyon to record an episode of the show. So an episode of a show, a super show. Sure. Uh, Thank you. You're all very wonderful. Uh, And also I I should mention this as well to thank you. Uh, We're putting some of the – uh, special stuff that we recorded at Very, Very Fun Day into the donor's bonus feed, including the Battle Royale. You participated in the Battle Royale, Battle right? Royale was a lot of fun. Probably too drunk to be on stage at that point. Yeah, that's exactly so, what we were looking for. There, nice. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. I hope it's a hoot, Yeah, and I hope I didn't say anything awful. Yeah, Thanks. Please listen and tell me I didn't say anything awful. Thanks to everybody who donated. You can, of course, always donate uh, but at MaximumFun.org slash donate, but, but we especially thank everybody who made it happen for us in the Max Fund Drive. You're all the best. Jordan, what is your uh, hot topic here? Okay, two hot topics. Number one. one. I think I've mentioned Marilyn this before. Marilyn t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Number two, tiny TARDIS hat. You got it. There's a, I think I've mentioned before that there's a guy at work with a utilicilt. I would. I don't know if you have mentioned. Can there's... you explain to me what the difference between just a kilt and a utility kilt is? Uh, pockets, I think. Uh, I think, roughly speaking, a kilt. You know, that's Highland garb. I know what a kilt is. Right. So, <laughs> what makes it utilitarian? A kilt is a kilt is a traditional garment used for traditional purposes. Okay. By people of Scotland and in certain sort of ceremonial situations, people of Scottish descent, like weddings and stuff. Right. right? So I think it's for offending people on a windy day. Yeah. So that's what that's what a standard kilt is for. A utility kilt is often made of like heavy cotton duck, okay. uh, like a heavy canvas fabric, mm-hmm. and it has cargo pockets on it. And Awesome. A guy who's really into multi tools wants to tell you about it. Yeah, and then this, 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 and Doctor Martins. This, uh, and I think this man does work in a uh, field where you need multi tools. Right. So I think there is a functional element to the utilikilt. Uh-huh. Uh, he's also a very nice man. Always very smiley. I would call his vibe young Santa. So I'm in my, oh. and I've all, I have talked about my secret bathroom at work. Yeah, the bathroom that plays. Coast 103.9. Yeah. Jordan has a secret bathroom. You can't know about this because you work at the same office as Jordan. Mm -hmm. But Jordan has a secret bathroom that's super chill that he likes to go to. Oh, I'm really upset about this. They play the radio. It's nicely air conditioned. And I'm not around anyone that I work with. So I can can blast out a Margot Robbie in the toilet. (laughs) Every time I go full Margot Robbie... Mm -hmm. uh, The worst people come in and, like, hang out next to me. And then, I mean, my shoes are very... Fleming, I know you haven't been there long. you got to get a secret bathroom. you got to get a secret bathroom. And I would say two things. If you got the worst people coming in, possible, say two things. Number one, get yourself a secret bathroom. But if you can't do that, in the meantime, 
station somebody at the door. So that way, if Hardwick comes in, they can give you a signal. <laughs> well, it's not Hardwick. It's 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 uh, other women. <laughs> oh. um, but it's I mean, it's like I don't think dudes really give a shit um, about poops and stuff about shit. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. That's the only. I do. I yep. don't. I don't want to get involved in anyone. You don't want to. You poops. don't want to smell a coworker's poops. No way. You yeah. don't. Like yeah. You don't. I don't want to. I don't even like that. I poop. <laughs> no, I would prefer not to. Yeah, I do, but I don't care for it. And I have like sugar-free Red Bull poops. So oh, that's yeah. that's Ooh, like boy. you think Margot Robbie's are bad. Yeah. Mine are like shit, man. Yeah. There's some taurine in there. Yeah. They're filled with taurine. You got to keep Hardwick out of that bathroom. <laughs> so. In my secret bathroom. Yeah. Guess who comes waltzing in? Until oh, I killed guy. Oh, Jesus. Is this, a multi, is this a multi-stall bathroom? It's a multi-stall bathroom, two urinals. Okay. Of course, Utila Kill guy gives me a fucking huge smile and a wave because he's a nice guy. Well, he's mm-hmm. happy to see you because he's a nice man and you're, you're a nice guy? Sure. Two nice guys. Yeah. I mean. You you usually wear a Utila Kill at yeah. work? So he knows your kindred spirits? So he gives me a nice high and he goes up to the urinal and I immediately realized that I have never thought about how people piss in those. And I just wanted to know all about it. They go but down. Couldn't, they're like knee length, right? Yeah, they are yeah. long. So I could, but I couldn't bring myself to ask. And then the kilt is long, too. Yeah. I mean, part hey. of me wanted to. Hey, yeah. uh, you fellas have some big old dogs. <laughs> so how do you guys think it happens? Mm. Do you. You think there's. I think there's a little hole it? in the behind the cargo pocket. Oh. The cargo pockets in the front, so there's it's a like little a boxer short. There's like a little glory hole in the in the, mm-hmm. and the, you slip that through there, and then up over the top of the cargo pop, pocket with the flap right on top, and mm-hmm. you do your business mm-hmm. right into that urinal. Yep. I figure you just curtsy you just, like a little girl. Oh, okay. So you just do a deep. You hold knee. on to a tree. Do a and little lean curtsy. Back yeah, and squat. Hmm. I mean, I'm I'm very curious about the logistics. I mean, it seems that number twos. I mean, I can picture that. Yeah, you sure. Just flap it up over the toilet. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's I like see a jamboree parachute. You don't, you don't think he gathers the material and like? I think you. Yeah, I think he. I think it's just like, so. Yeah, I think no, it's like when a Victorian no, no, no. lady. Yeah. You know, reclines think, on a picnic blanket. I think, <laughs> or does side saddle? Yeah, exa- right. Exactly. I think he rec- <laughs> recedes down into it like a turtle's head mm. receding into its shell mm. until. It, it, until all the light is colored as it passes through the kilt, and he's in a sort of secret tent uh, of his own that he's created for for his secret movements. Mm. This sounds like a Michel Gondry movie. That's <laughs> come out. The world inside my utility kilt. Guy yeah. <laughs> Garcia Bernal. Q arcade fire. Yeah, right. Yes, and then yeah, and then uh, ten minutes of xylophone based <laughs> rock music. You know what? I think. <laughs> Nothing I like more than xylophone heavy rock music. I think you I think that you are absolutely right, Emily. I think I actually stole that from a Michelle Gondry script. I just read the first draft of a it's also the last draft of this new Michelle Gondry mm-hmm. movie. Um he wrote it in ten minutes and I read it and he's gonna make a feature film out of it. Well. It's got a lot of inventive imagery. Sorry for the spoilers, everybody. Yeah. Bjork is right. starring. Okay. So if you're a <laughs> if you're a if you're a utilico enthusiast, I'd like to know how you pee. Can I get into this NSFW thing? Is that's not the NSFW thing? No, that was pretty safe for work compared to what I got. Okay. This is it's going to get a little blue. Oh wow. I think you remember we had some fun a while back with mm-hmm. a random internet site. Mhm. Or a internet site rather that generates random porn search terms. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So you look at this site, and it just shows a – it has no pornography on it, but it just shows a scrolling list of porn that people are searching for. Right. Of what they are typing into the search bar. At that a, moment? At that moment. Okay. Real time. Uh-huh. And, you know – Every tenth thing will be hilarious and baffling. Right. So, you know, you get boobs, boobs butts, big butts, big boobs, name of porn star. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get something like understanding therapist. <laughs> something Amazing. that is so specific. Or Amazing. snake crawl into pussy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And, and <laughs> it will forever be the greatest thing in the world. Tinus Japan. Wait, what'd you say? Tinus Japan? What's Tinus? I don't know. Is it just a teen I penis? I don't know. I hope I hope it's I hope I'm not laughing at something that is awful and illegal. Yeah. It sounds illegal. It, it sounds does. like a teen penis. Yeah. Tinus oh, anyway. It could be a shit. teen penis. It's a portmanteau. Or it's a teeny tiny it could penis. Could be a teeny <laughs> which is more fun. <laughs> it's a teeny penis. Wait a minute. Do you think it's related to a teen winch? <laughs> oh, Teen Witch. Do you think someone just misspelled Teen Witch Japan? So. The Japanese remake of Teen Witch that they also yeah. want to masturbate to? Yeah. Top that. Yeah. Okay. So, we had a lot of fun with that. Uh-huh. But I think I found a new website for uh, random, hilarious NSFW material. Okay. Fantastic. Do you guys know about Ask Reddit, right? Yeah, Ask Reddit is a subreddit on Reddit. Uh, where people say, like, hey, if you've ever worked retail, what's the worst thing that someone has ever said to you at the counter? Mm-hmm. Right. And then people answer, like, if you're a plumber, what do plumbers know about plumbing prices that uh, regular Joes just don't? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Sure. Cool. And this is an active subreddit. Like, there's a lot of action here. Mm-hmm. People are sharing the secrets of plumbing. Sure. There is there is a subreddit called Ask Reddit NSFW that is a weird, sparsely populated ghost town where people are just yelling their fetishes into the void. Okay. So this is people posting these ultra specific sex questions. Ask Reddit NSFW. And it's not like people aren't answering them a lot. So it's just these kind of floating questions with no conversation attached to them. This is mm-hmm. really sad sounding. <laughs> Alright, let's get to it. Here's Come on, faves. I'm excited. Maybe because no one is discussing these, I don't know if Maybe anybody we could has an- any we could thoughts. come up with some answers. First one. This is sort of public service we're doing. Anyone know how to find adult videos? You'd that one that, I cannot help with. Yeah, but I've never seen one. I've heard that they exist. Wow. Um, it's tough. I mean, so I They think... don't have them at Blockbuster. That's a thing. Like, I get yeah. all my videos at Blockbuster, and they don't have any adult I videos. Mean, sometimes there. they'll have, like, an Emmanuel, but the sex parts are edited out. Do you it's think an R-rated they... version. Do you think that they mean pornographic videos or just adult videos uh, with it like Howard's I think this end. person is trolling is or what the, it sounds like. It's piano. being very condescending yeah. and like no doy. So let's get to the dirty shit. Okay. This is Have you seen the piano? It's it's pretty adult. Very it's adult. Some, the piano with uh, Holly adult. Hunter. Very adult. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very it is adult. very adult. It has some mature themes mm-hmm. about loss. Shakespeare and love. Mm-hmm. 
It's about knowing laughs. If you like having fingers, you're going to love the piano. Sure. There you go. Okay, here's one that I genuinely don't get. This is a phrase that has a question mark at the end. Stunt cock narration porn? (laughs) Question mark? (laughs) What That's, is this? Has no comments attached. I think to it. I know this what has this no is. No one answered this. I think I know what this is. Okay, let me take I'll, a, a swig take of a my, fucking, my yeah. white wine in my. Uh, do you <laughs> have white wine in a water bottle? Mm-hmm. Okay, great, cool. I sure as shit do. I didn't know <laughs> that was in... going on. Congratulations! Oh, hundred percent. Thank you. It was. You're officially like a little... our funnest guest. Oh, hundred percent. Um, I came in here. I <laughs> I rode here in a BMW, driven by a very hot woman. Yeah. Um, drinking white wine in the back. It was... Uh, That's living. Yeah. Am I Alicia Silverstone yet? Uh, You've no, really okay. taken to this L.A. lifestyle. I know you haven't been here that long, but you're really like... Well, I'm usually just doing this on the subway in New York, so I mean, okay. this is kind of an upgrade, I guess. Fair um, enough. So what's stunt cock narration Stunt porn? cock narration, I think, is sometimes... Um, not a lot of times they show the dude that... Is in the porno. Usually, it's just the woman, and then there's a penis, mm-hmm. and out and out. Yeah, um, they want kind of a director's. We commentary. want well, we want the Hold guy to you... be talking about like I want to hear some dirty talk from the guy to know he's enjoying it mm. at least. Most of the time, it's just the woman just you know causing a ruckus, sure, with her fucking going to town, just like yelling, Wait, so carrying the, on. The weird dudes whose faces we see in pornography films uh-huh. are are actors, traditional actors, cast for their looks <laughs> and acting ability, but then they bring in stunt cocks for the sex parts? Well, I'm pretty sure all men in, in porn are just stunt cocks. There's like, there's no, you never see the dude. It's always the woman and then the dude just like his penis. But I need to know that the dude is having a good time, so I want to hear... Some so narration, this is a, a play-by-play. This is a person who wants to hear from that. Yeah, okay. I think I would like the same. Is this is this like a uh, is he narrating? Is is he is the narration diagetic or extra diagetic? Is <laughs> oh, it coming? From is this his, his inner monologue or not? <laughs> yeah. yeah, is it coming from his mouth as it opens and closes, or is it running past us, sort of like? Uh, him telling us about his childhood. It's like a Daniel something. Stern voiceover in Wonder Years. Exactly. No, I think it's just him probably telling her what he wants to do or Got like, it. you know, that's good because, you know. Where they're going to go after this. Yeah. How much he values his white T-shirt he's still wearing. <laughs> right. Got it. You know. So his we've... lucky fucking T-shirt. Sure. I, yeah. You don't hey. have an LFT? <laughs> I, I don't have an LFT. Yeah, I get one, Jordan. Jeez, man, that's why I'm married and you're not. I can't man. do the white t-shirts in the porn. I gotta, I gotta leave <laughs> after that. I can't. I, that's that's the if that's you're gonna the final be fat, you. like in porn, <laughs> fuck you, like already. But if you're gonna think the the white t-shirt is doing something for you, it's how just you feel, insulting. I think. How do you feel about? Uh, Overweight twelve-year-olds at public pools—they <laughs> can keep the t-shirts. They can keep on. They, can they can do whatever the, the hell they want. On. I mean, it's not helping them, but it's like you know, yeah. whatever makes you feel comfortable at the pool. You don't have to get off to that. Yeah, I, I mean, also I feel weird. I also don't like it in a pornography where someone has one weird article of clothing on. Yeah, well, I mean, the woman with shoes on is pretty hot. Like, Yeah, I understand, uh, you know, a woman accessorizing. For but some yes. reason, women with shoes on, it's, even to me, kind of sexy. Sure. 
But the dude with the two stops on, because like, you know they're not that far away from can, going out, can be shot in broad daylight. Sure. Like I don't the tube socks. It's like go fuck yourself. The main thing that upsets me about pornography is in uh, quote unquote homemade pornography. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, did you not like? Put some stuff away before you shoot the porno. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that's... Clean up a little bit. Absolutely. Like, get some art. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm like, the bare wall some... is very distracting. Get some art. That's what you could say to all dudes anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, it's. I think that that's, I kind of like it because that's kind of, you know, that's where it's I real. usually, that's, that's real for it's me, real. too. Also, sometimes something's on the television. And you're like, <laughs> my favorite. Yes, yeah, sometimes things are on the television, and or like, you can hear construction. What is this? Why is something running on the? T- why are you? Why are you watching Friends right now? <laughs> uh, I. So, Emily, you mentioned that there's this kind of porn where you don't see the man; you just see the penis part of the man. Yeah. I. I. Listen. I was searching for something else. And I Fantastic. clicked on one of these videos, uh-huh. and it's a you know it's a it's a point of view thing. One of these videos you're talking about pornographic pornographic videos, videos. and it featured a very very attractive woman, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and it's it's set in bed. Were you looking? What were you searching for? Pornographic 3D videos? Yes, exactly. I was searching for something I could watch in my Oculus Rift. Got it. Um, it's a very this very attractive woman, and it's kind of like the it kind of starts with her like waking up and she's talking to you the viewer okay she's like oh boy yeah oh um up kind of early huh she's like you know uh if you don't don't mind being a little bit late to work we could uh, i'm just really enjoying how you're toying with the microphone right now yeah (laughs) i like to i'm in character right now okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i made you break character and it's very sweet it's very sweet like you can kind of the setup of this is that this is like this is a couple and yeah. they like sleep, you know, they, That's nice. this is their house. And it's she's romantic. Like, it's romantic. Sure. And she's like, you know, and I think it's that it, it kind of gives you that nice, familiar, like relationship nice. feel. Uh huh. It's like, oh boy, you know, if uh, you don't mind being a little bit late for work, maybe we could, um, maybe we could fool around a little bit. It's really, it's really nice. It's sweet. And then, you know, some like pre sex fooling around starts. Mm-hmm. And then she says, uh, you know, this is good for us because, as you know, as you know, this is really good for us because, as you know, we've been trying to get pregnant. Hey, that's my search. Yeah. <laughs> so I you really just, appreciated just, that. That's amazing. You just described my search. That is always cream pie is always my search uh, because it's the thing I you like cannot think, do. You like thinking that the couple is. No, because that's the thing that I can't do. That's like the thing that just you're not – if you don't want to have kids, you're not supposed to do it. Oh, sure. And that makes it kind of exciting. Okay, I got two more NSFWs. I think we figured out stunt cock narration porn. Cool. Where to come and what to do. (laughs) Where to come and what to do. This also has no comments on it. So no one is helping this guy out. Okay. Or girl. Certainly south of the Mason-Dixon. Yeah. That's my first rule. <laughs> oh, okay. Nah, I don't in think. The, in the, in the mighty think so. Mississippi? Yeah. I, That's I where you want to blast. In the waters of the mighty Mississippi? Certainly so. You pass through Missouri, the gateway like to the West. This sounds like a Midwestern boy. This doesn't sound like a Southern boy. Southern boys are disgusting. Okay. They will fuck a cow. They will fuck a bale of hay. They will fuck a pickup truck. 
But so this is not a guy from Minneapolis. I or think something. he's from Michigan mm-hmm. or something like that, and he's got a nice mom uh, who's a little too nice and just won't fuck off. Um, but yeah, no, that sounds like somebody who's just kind of. Uh, what I don't think he's trying to figure out what to do to fuck. I think he's just trying to do like where to come, and then how do I like this like guy, solve it? This guy seems like he needs all the information. He like he just doesn't know anything. He's do just, you like, think he's in that uh, program that they put NBA draftees in before they let them be in the league? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, I think they're he's... like, yeah, they got a, got a guy come in to tell him how to be a man, mm-hmm. uh, where to come and how to do where it. Where to come and what to do. <laughs> what to do with their money so they don't spend all their money before they, their playing days end. Yeah, sure. Investments. Did you read the article about they, they got a guy that comes to that thing uh, who tells all the players that when they have sex with a lady, mm-hmm. they should always bring home the condom? So, so the... This is real. Uh, yeah. This is a real thing that a billion-dollar industry is mm. teaching 18-year-olds. Well, I mean, I don't know. I think if I was a dude, I would I would appreciate that information as well. Hanging on to that condom? Yeah. I mean, there's uh, women. We've got, like, a whole list of shit. But that's the one thing. If you're going to be a guy who doesn't want to be paying child support— I put all of mine in a little scrapbook. <laughs> I'm just yeah. crazy yeah, no, about it's, scrapbooking. I'm it's crazy about, scrapbook. about scrapbooking. It's, it's not about women potentially impregnating themselves. It's about a keepsake. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? It's like when Derek Jeter was sending women home with a with an autographed Derek Jeter baseball yeah. in his in his black car. Oh, but I thought that he sent them like bas- like the same it was a gift, gift basket. It was a gift basket day. with a Derek Jeter autographed baseball in it. Oh, well, it. that's just condescending. It's spectacular. What a monster. Final what a monster. Final NSFW. Yeah. I'm looking for a ham gif. <laughs> dot dot dot. And nothing. <laughs> nothing. I'm looking for a ham gif. Why is what does this mean? What is a ham? I don't even know. Are you GIF? talking about a ham gif? Because it's oh, pronounced GIF. All right. Well, gif or gif. I also say gif. I say gif too. People it's better. I think saying gif is better. Me too. GIF is correct, but GIF is better. Wait, yeah. what? I thought GIF was correct. Mm, GIF I guess the, is correct. The what does it stand of, for? Uh, I don't know. It's a type of peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought. I it... want to hear about utilikilt peeing. I don't want to hear about what GIF means yeah. or GIF or why we should pronounce. We it We need way. a new person for people to tweet at. Yeah. So we were doing Chuck Woolery for a while. Yeah, we were doing Chuck Woolery. When people correct us, uh-huh. we like to redirect them away. So if you have a correction for Jordan Jesse Go about anything that happened on Jordan Jesse Go, your okay. natural inclination might be to tweet Jordan or I. Okay. But we were using various presidential candidates, but there's not really a presidential race going on right now. So then we recently switched to Chuck Woolery. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we should go ahead and Paula Poundstone. Just yeah, like, just Paula Poundstone. Just pound it out to Paula Poundstone. Let Paula think Poundstone. She's on Twitter. Let Paula. Yeah, she is on Twitter. Yeah, she follows. She you follows on Twitter. That's right. <laughs> well, but she's anyway, a very nice lady. Leave her alone. If you she can... knows people we know, we shouldn't pick Paula Poundstone. No, let's not do Paula Poundstone. Don't do. That. Okay, hold on. Let's 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 take a little break. Oh, Papa John. Papa, yeah, there you go. The guy who owns Papa John's. Perfect. <laughs> Papa John from Papa John's. Tweet all corrections at Papa John. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Hey. 
Hey, Max Fun community. This is your friend, Elizabeth Gilbert, author of Eat, Pray, Love, and a bunch of other stuff. I am a longtime member, supporter, and devoted follower of Maximum Fun. And now, finally, I have my own podcast on the network. It's called Magic Lessons, and it is me coaching people through their creative issues and problems. This season, we have some amazing creators that we're helping through their joys and struggles of making something out of nothing. And then I bring in special guests like Glennon Doyle Melton, Brandon Stanton, Martha Beck, the poet Mark Nepo, Michael Ian Black, Sarah Jones, Gary Scheingart, these amazing friends of mine to come and help coach these people so that they can get their work done. I hope you'll tune into it. It's called Magic Lessons, and it's all about love. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan. Wait a minute. What? Jesse Thorne, king of dads. <laughs> Jordan Morris, boy detective. Emily Fleming character from Candyland game. <laughs> Fuck, Emily, I am so sorry. Ugh. That was Matthew Modine's Yeah, name Matthew Modine already in. used that one. Oh, man. Sorry about that. Yeah. Good head of hair, that Euro guy. for three. He does have a nice head very of hair. Very hunky. The very, best. very hunky. What kind of white wine you got in that water bottle? When you're cooking up a white wine water bottle to the come Sauvignon do a podcast. Blanc? Yep. Tell Every us about, time. Tell us about the notes. I'd what? say it's about a three-week-old... <laughs> <laughs> okay. A bottle of wine that I forgot I had, mm. Uh, mm. and I just threw it in for good measure. Anything buttery in there? I don't Spicy, know what that means. <laughs> what would it pair well with? We're talking about notes. We're talking here. about wine notes. Uh, Getting a little apricot in there. I don't uh, know. A little bit of uh, coconut water from the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is like I went to the gym earlier, and this is the. Like alkaline antioxidant water bottle I had at the gym. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's then good. Then I threw any... like a little bit of wine in here just to like have for myself. Yeah, sure. and anytime you you're juice, at the you gym, gotta... you got to worry about those free radicals. Sure. Uh huh. Controlling those free radicals, you need those antioxidants. I'd pair this with a probably a little bag of Twizzlers. <laughs> a little Twizzler bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, strawberry really... or cherry? Oh, fuck the cherry, man. Just pure strawberry. Pure strawberry all the way. I don't want to know I'm eating a candle. Right. You want I it, just want it to- You want it to t- kind of sneak up on you. Yeah. yeah I just you want to be laying in bed at night and realize, oh, I ate a candle. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Okay, when something momentous happens to you, like you realize you ate a candle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN <laughs> for our segment, Momentous Occasions. That number again, 206-984-4FUN. Jordan, where should people program that into? Their phones. Yeah. Don't Mm. be a dumbass. Put in your phone. So that way when it happens, you got it right there. Mm -hmm. You're all set. You're not accidentally calling Dave and Graham. (laughs) God, I would hate that. That happened one time on uh, uh, on Stop Podcasting Yourself. It was really great. That's nice. Yeah. Okay, let's hear our first call. Hey, guys. I had a momentous occasion. Uh, I just got home. And now I have a scrotum. It's pretty exciting. I'm transmasculine. It's not just like a random thing where someone gave me a scrotum or something or a surgery. I'm on a lot of drugs, but stuff is pretty good. That's all. Thanks. Bye. He gets it. Yeah. He knows what we're doing on this program. by the way. And uh, can I emphasize another thing? Please. If someone just gives you a scrotum, call that in yes, too. Yes, if it's not, yeah, it doesn't have to be a surgical thing. It could be, uh, it, 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 it could be, uh, you work at a, a lizard store, one of the lizards died, 
Do lizards have scrotums? No. I don't know. No, interior. They're, they're, mm, their okay. stuff's interior. Genitalia. I want to suggest yeah. that this listener hook up with our other listener who yeah. recently got a penis that was too big for his shorts. Yeah. Mm. And I just want these two to meet. And I'm sorry I, I've forgotten names in this case. If you're yeah. listening out there, I'm sure you can find each other through Twitter or the Facebook group or something Let's like that. Let's just call them Click and Clack, the Tappet Brothers. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Click and Clack. Find each other and talk about dong length as it relates to shorts because it's an important issue. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you got you to gotta find community out there. Put together a pamphlet. Sure. Mm. That's my recommendation. Uh, well, hey, yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, and let this be a lesson to everybody else out there. This guy can find the time to call us doped up post scrotum surgery. Yeah. You can find the time to call us. Yeah. I think that's what, that's one of the most admirable things about this whole thing is going into this surgery, he knew, I'm going to get this ready, going to put it on speed dial. Mm-hmm. As soon as I'm up and at him, as soon as I'm, as soon as I'm semi-coherent yeah. and that period after they give you that Michael Jackson shit, mm-hmm. you know, they give you that Michael Jackson yeah, shit you're before pumped surgery. Full, you're pumped full of Jacksons. So I was listening to somebody <laughs> else's podcast. Maybe it was Dave Shumka's podcast, mm-hmm. so Stop Podcasting Yourself, Graham Clark's podcast too. That's the one. Uh, somebody was saying about how they they told them ahead of a surgery that they gave them that Michael Jackson drug. Is that what all anesthetists now tell? <laughs> anesthesiologists? Yeah, yeah, anesthesiologists. They're like, I'm going to give you that Michael Jackson drug. Because they said that to me before I had surgery. I was like, whoa, that's the last thing. He <laughs> died of that. I think they just want you to feel impressed that you're getting the same shit as a celebrity. The king of pop. Ah. This is how you get these bad doctors. Mm. Like Doc Hollywood from the movie Doc Hollywood. I found that most doctors in Los Angeles are bad doctors. (laughs) You had a bad... um, I just... Well, no, I have the the same one. by the way. What, bad doctors? Oh, God. Everything's bad. Bad judge, bad lawyers, bad doctors, bad... It's just... I don't know. Bad, anyway. bad Leroy Brown. Sure. Uh, no, I have a doctor. Bad, bad Bots Maru. <laughs> no, I have a doctor who uh, I have, like, he found out I was, you know, an actor or whatever, and he just started asking me, like, how does that pay? Am I, am I like. Well, it's a mixed bag, sir. And sure. I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, it's, I don't know what to tell you here. Uh, I think that. <laughs> can I... I have my Adderall or what? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> fuck off. But. And uh, but he just kind of went. I was thinking in, of getting into, you know, the show The Doctors, and I'm like, I'm sure you were. Oh, like, he th- he wanted to be one of the doctors on the doctors. He wants to be like a, I don't know. He said he wanted to join SAG. Wanted and, to be a Doctor Drew and be like, yeah, be a TV doctor. And, yeah. I, and I was just like, oh Jesus. But yeah, almost all. And then my dentist, I think I've told you they, they also. Uh, when they found out I was a comedian and an actor, they told me about all the celebrities that they work on. Mm-hmm. And uh, isn't there such like, a thing as dentist-patient confidentiality? <laughs> well, they don't tell me what they've done to those, like like what they've had, like the work they've had to do on they're those like, patients. But they could say, like, I, "Don't tell anybody." But Randall Park had a crown replaced. <laughs> yeah, well, Bob Odenkirk has the same dentist wow. as I do, and he's uh, got a good a set pretty, of teeth. He's got some choppers. He There's does. Some choppers well, on BL. He has also gotten better looking as he's gotten older. Oh, Silver Fox for sure. Hundred percent for sure. Odenkirk. One of my aged favorite well. favorite drunk history episodes. Bob, I'd fuck you. Yeah. If it came down As to it, is. <laughs> you know, yeah. brass tacks. In general, I think the cast of Mr. Show looks pretty good. Yeah. I think yeah, so. John I Ennis, agree. 
Yeah, he looks very good with and this little gray in his sure. yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, I, David Cross was on a live bullseye uh, mm-hmm. last year. Very handsome. Cross man. is looking good, huh? Very yeah. handsome man. He's nice, cute guy for sure. Okay, great. Well, hey, congratulations on your scrotum collar. Yeah, absolutely. Paul F. Tompkins looks great. Paul F. Tompkins looks great. Very Karen Kilgariff looks amazing. Paul F. Tompkins been wearing a hat. I really like. <laughs> oh. He posts a picture of himself on Twitter. I see this hat. I say. Hey, Paul, still like that hat. Mm. It's a good-looking hat. Mm-hmm. It looks great in it. Well, I he's... guess it doesn't have anything to do with age or how you age. but Well, I think that style should get better as you yeah. age. I think that's the one thing you have control over. Like a nice Sauvignon Blanc. Mm-hmm. You know, give it a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. Forget, let, it, let, it, you had it. let it simmer in that uh, free gym water bottle. You got it. <laughs> let it collect some of those gym nutrients. You got to let it roll around yeah. a little bit in the backseat of your car. Uh, do we have one more call? I think that we probably have our one first more call. call. Okay, let's take a listen. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Uh, this is Pat from Vancouver, Washington, um, calling uh, with what can only be described as a moment of shame. I uh, was trying to sell a superhero-themed shower curtain on one of those Facebook local buy-sell groups, uh, kind of like Craigslist, but not as sketchy. Can you pause this um, for a second? Please, woman- Nick, please pause this. If you have... a uh, superhero themed shower curtain mm-hmm. that you don't want anymore don't try and sell it <laughs> yeah just throw it away just this that's on the discard maximum list. what are you getting for a superhero shower curtain five bucks for a used shower maybe it could be a rare thing it could be something you get it you put know, it you... on free cycle sure well it just sounds like maybe he's sentimental about it he wants it to go to a. I, I I understand that. Yeah. I threw out. What does that I mean? He wants a, to sell it to his mother or something. Well, just that he doesn't want it to go to waste. Like I sometimes think about inanimate objects that I've had at a certain period of my life, and that when I throw it away, that it has a life of its own, and it's going. It's a brave why, little toaster. Why situation. would you? Yes. Put it every in the dumpster. Time. Put it's, it in the dumpster behind a bagel place, and a freegan will take no, it. No, I threw out. <laughs> I threw out a bra from a very good year. Mm. Uh huh. Um, yesterday, and it's still at the top of the trash can looking at me every time I brush my teeth. Blink, 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 blink. I just feel terrible about it, but I'm going to, I'm a goddamn grown up. That is such a great way at this. Just if you want something to go to a good home, put it near day olds. Yeah. And a freegan will get it. Yeah. I, that's a, <laughs> that's a perfect, that's the perfect rule of thumb. So, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with you on this. I think if, you know, when you're selling and reselling, Cheap things that have been in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. You're probably you're probably doing too much, right? But maybe this is a let's listen. Maybe it's a rare thing that he got. It, it was a Comic Con limited edition thing from 1996, and it has some sort of collector's value. It's anyway, got Eric Larson's signature on it, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> the man who drew Spawn. Is that him? Who cares? No, Don't correct me. Uh, Savage Dragon. Savage Dragon. I'm thinking of uh, to purchase the shower curtain. Uh, I messaged her. After work, that I am on my way. I went to our meeting point, and she uh, was not there. I waited 15 minutes and messaged her. No answer. 20 minutes, messaged her. No answer. 35 minutes, no answer. At this point, I was getting kind of irritated. Uh, there were sketchy people in the parking lot doing kind of unsavory things. <laughs> I messaged the woman one more time and was kind of curt with her and just wondered where the hell she was and why she was wasting my time. I immediately got a message back from her saying that her husband had had a heart attack and she was at the hospital with him. He was in ICU and she was really, really sorry for wasting my time. So 
God. Uh, now I feel like kind of an asshole. Uh, <laughs> yeah, text her back. Picture it didn't happen. All right. Bye. Wow. That's that's good. Yeah. Why did he wait 35 yeah, minutes for this? Jeez. Why did he wait to be upset just... half an hour? Did he say how much he was selling it for? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how much. Right. Yeah. Does this superhero shower curtain have an upside down airplane on it? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a it's a rare. Yeah. Shower curtain collectors would know this as a rare mistake at the shower curtain printing factory. <laughs> They're talking about it in whatever the shower curtain equivalent of wizard is. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, and I think you have to assume maybe this is this guy's first Craigslist handoff. I mean, I know it wasn't Craigslist, but it's a Craigslist-like thing. I mean, Craigslist handoffs, I mean, what? One out of five times, they just don't happen. I just don't understand how the fella doesn't have stamps. Oh, to mail it. Get some Venmo, get some stamps. Yeah. Heck, PayPal if you got them. Sure. Go ahead and go with PayPal. Or just throw it near some bagels. Uh, I used to work in the nonprofit industry. Mm -hmm. And if if you worked in nonprofits like me, you know mm-hmm. um, that there are certain things that always come up on want lists. Mm-hmm. Uh, women's shelters are always looking for superhero shower curtains. Yes, um, and it's especially just, if they're hand drawn by Eric Larson, creator of the Savage Dragon. Yeah, they want image ones. They want creator control. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nothing from the big two. Yeah. It's it, image or valiant. Yeah. Put a valiant. Maybe uh, one of those things. Is that one called that just does Darkwing.com? <laughs> oh, nice. I don't know who does Darkwing Duck. Yeah, I don't know. Isn't it the same people that do all the other ducks? I don't know. Whatever it is, it's popular in the Netherlands for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just get yourself a Moomin. Yeah. Whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. I'm Emily Francis Fleming. Hey, check it out. You got it. Yeah. You you finally had a nickname that wasn't already taken by a hunk from the 90s. Although. Yeah. Oh, boy. Christian Slater telegrammed me earlier today. Oh, that's fuck. Sent me a telegram. It said, plan to use nickname Francis. Stop. <laughs> Do not let anyone else take it. Oh, fuck. Well, Stop. Oddly enough, that, um, that name is taken in the Screen Actors Guild, so I'm Emily Fran Fleming. Hmm. Uh, so you, had, you not only had to add a middle name, but you had to change that My middle, middle name. My middle name, yeah. Couldn't be Emily F. Fleming? I kind of like. I've always, I've always liked the name like Fran and Francis in my name. I, it's my grandmother's name. I just kind of like it, and I kind of was. She's a Fran. Like a lot of my my sister in law's so. name and my uh, new son's middle name. Hmm. Francis. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I actually there was a Jordan Morris when I joined SAG, so that's mm. why um, on IMDb I'm John Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> this has been a fun show. I had exactly the same problem, which is why I had to change my name to Godzilla. Uh, 
Oh, right. Well, that's the masculine conjugation. Yeah. Yeah. So I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily, thank you so much for joining us on the thank program you. this week. Thanks for having me. Very fun to have you on the program. Yeah. Um, and thanks again to everybody who supported the Max Fun Drive. You guys make our work possible, and we couldn't be more grateful for it. Yeah. It was. It's really nice. And I think, you know, part of the fun of the Max Fun Drive is like realizing that people listen to this. Yeah. I think that that is the uh, yeah, that is what we call the podcaster's burden mm-hmm. is just <sighs> feeling like you're you're screeching into the void like a like a someone with a specific fetish on Ask Reddit NSFW. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just super, super cool to, to know that people are listening and that they like the show and that it's a fun part of their week. So or just uh, yeah. like a. Like a potty-mouthed person in their mid-30s who's made bad choices career-wise. Yeah, right. I know. Just hypothetically yeah. to, 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 to make up a kind of person out of thin air. Yeah. yeah. Um, so thank you so much. Like, uh, yeah, getting, the, getting those notes about what this dumb show means to you really is a – it's a really remarkable thing. It's, yeah. It's very uh, – it's very powerful. Yeah, it's really nice. And it's – there's – because there's certainly reasons we should not do this show. Yeah. There's many. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, but but uh, but those kind of nice outpourings of uh, sincerity uh, just kind of make it easy to put all those things to bed and uh, and make this uh, an exciting, fun part of my week. So uh, thank you very much out there for uh, giving me a reason to come in and do this. I really appreciate it. Aww. Yeah, and I actually I had this very very sincere sincere thought the other day uh, that I will express on the show, which is, and I had this thought like completely. 100% sincerely but I thought like man you know all those all those donors all those tens of thousands mm-hmm. of donors out there who support this show and all the Max Fund shows they allow me to see you Jordan and John Hodgman who I do mm-hmm. judge John Hodgman with I don't don't always see him but talk to uh, like my two favorite guys in the world like my two favorite guys to talk to and hang out with and just my Favorite people, I get to see them every week because of those donors. Like, otherwise, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an old man. I, too many children, and I never leave the house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that really means that that's like I'm really grateful to you guys for, um, for making that possible. And I'm glad that uh, I'm glad it happens. And I'm I'm glad you enjoy the the stuff we make. So yeah. Thank you very much. Big thanks. My only disappointment is having to see Nick Liao every week. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. Nick Liao running the boards this week for Brian Fernandez. Giving us making television. Giving us boring hot dogs to unbox. Oh, gross hot dogs. <laughs> Brian Sunny D. Fernandez, of course, is the producer of this program. Still the producer of this program. Yes. If you have thoughts about the show, uh, hashtag them JJGo on Twitter. Join us on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com or in the Maximum Fun Facebook group, if you've got corrections on the show, tweet them at Papa John, mm-hmm. uh, the founder of Papa John's Pizza. He'll be mm-hmm. grateful to see them. Uh, hopefully, he'll forward them on to his friend Peyton Manning. <laughs> or uh, Father John Misty. Um, or send them to Father, Father John, John Misty. Misty. Sure, yeah. These um, are both these yeah. are both pop- popular dad figures. Definitely. Uh, there's someone who occasionally will on Twitter who will occasionally uh, fave one of my tweets. Mm-hmm. Uh, whose Twitter handle is almost exactly the same as Father John Misty. And every time I have this thought, huh, Father John Misty follows me on Twitter. <laughs> well, that's nice. Thanks for – and then I see it and I, and I see that it says Fatter John Misty. Ah. Nice. And then I think, well, I'm a little disappointed it's not indie rock celebrity Father John Misty. <laughs> but 
That's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's Better a pretty John fucking Misty. good Twitter handle. I'll, uh, I will, you know, when you're looking at the faves, yeah. I, I've been tricked by this numerous times. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, as a fella, you look right. at those faves and you're grateful for every fave. But sure. sometimes you notice when there's a, there's a pretty lady in the avatar. Sometimes yeah, sure. you notice. Sometimes you're, you notice. Mm-hmm. You're, a, you're, a, you're as lonely. A, as a lonely heterosexual <laughs> yeah. man, seeing a pretty lady pop up in your faves yeah. is a nice feeling. Yeah. Oh. And there's sometimes this pretty lady will pop up. And I'm like, oh, who's this pretty lady? Click on it. It's just a guy who has a WWE diva as his avatar. <laughs> nice. I don't know if I'm followed by any actual WWE divas. Probably a couple. Yeah, I would appreciate it. Loved, and, and, I, and again, to this guy who just has the diva as his avatar, thank you. I don't want to diminish your faves. They mean a lot. The fact that anybody would, would care about me on social media is a great feeling. Um, the same I relate to you completely the exact same mm-hmm. thing has happened to me you see a pretty lady and even as I'm a married man uh, even as a married man you're always glad when a pretty lady sure. it's a nice feeling but then you click on the you click on the mm-hmm. you click on the profile you want to learn more about them and it's just a guy whose profile picture is a VH1 diva it's <laughs> <laughs> just different kinds of divas every, love it, it just VH1 turns out to be Celine Dion yeah Celine Dion, the French-Canadian sensation. Okay, that's it for this week's Jordan, Jesse, Go. We'll talk to you next time on the program. Bye. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.